happy 2021. It is the start of a new era for all of us because I'll tell you what, 2020 was like a roller coaster that kept getting built the whole time we rode it. But isn't that kind of what all relationships are like? Like you can never quite know how it's going to turn out. It might be good today and tomorrow it sucks. That's why I'm hosting an hour with Sean Lee. So if you would like you and your partner to get on a call with me, go to the website, twowildorchids.com, click on coaching, and then it says free couples coaching. Click on that and apply and do it quickly because I'm not going to run this for very long and I'm not taking very many people. So twowildorchids.com under coaching, free couples coaching, click on that and send me a message. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. I've never thought of that before. <laughs> I don't think most people think of the things I say. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Why don't we call you, oh, let's call you Lola. All right, so if you were listening to the beginning of that, I was helping one of our wonderful listeners who called into our call-in line and said she'd love to come on the show, although she's nervous as hell, and she wants to talk about her life as a sex slave. I'm Sean Lee, and this is The Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. Life is very interesting for me because if you, wa- if you got the newsletter, then you know there's a video out there that says, if you want to be on the show, call in. Because she did, and I can't wait to hear what it would be like Life as a former sex slave. Welcome to the show. It's nice to be here. (laughs) Lola the sex slave. All right, so let's start with the basics. How old were you when you were a sex slave? 24. 20. You were a baby. Jesus. I'm a baby. You're barely legal at that age. And so now now you had, I guess, sex slave to its master. You had a master? I had a master. And how old was he? He was in his 40s. Okay. Well, daddy issues going on. We'll get back to that. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> now, what, how did you, at 24 years old, how did you know you wanted to be a sex slave? Like, where did you get this idea? Online. I, I was in the time and an age when everything is online. You could be whatever you wanted to be online. And unfortunately, I started a little bit earlier than most in the kink community. And... Just stove right in. Okay, so you started earlier, uh, clearly earlier than I did in the kink community because I was in my 40s. And you decided, now did you, did you, this person who became your, your master, did you know him ahead of time? Or like how did, like how do you get there? How do you have this conversation? Um, so I had already had a little bit of experience with the kink stuff. And it, again, it's all online. Um, there's several websites where you can go to and you could just point and click. What's your fancy? Oh, there's something that's interesting here. Let's figure it out. So you guys met online. We met online. And then what happened? Just we talked. We talked for, I want to say several months and just kind of getting to know each other. And if it would, if it would work, if it would, how we would mash. All right. And then you mashed. Was that weird? Was it weird? Like, like, like the first time you go to his house and you're his sex slave. Is that weird? It was very weird. My, <laughs> I'm thinking it would be very weird. My nerves were crazy until, you know, so you get off the plane and you get in the car and, hey, I'm really doing this. Like, oh, my God, they're just, he, he's just as hot as in his pictures. Oh, my God. Like, this is real. 
It's real. Hold on. I just want to pause for the audience as I rub my forehead. So you flew somewhere to meet a strange man to be his sex slave that you'd never actually met in person? Yes. Okay. I, I just did that. I just want to keep up. I just want to keep everybody up. So I don't recommend that for 24-year-olds everywhere. I do not recommend that to everybody. <laughs> I do not recommend that. So when you look back on that period of your life, you can see that the logic of that was probably not the smartest move? or uh, I, I do see that. But <laughs> now... Um, you know, sometimes you just have that gut feeling. You have to go with it. Okay, I I can I can understand that because I'm I'm an inspiration person. So, so you fly to a strange location. You meet a man you've never met to be his sex slave, and you're showing up at his house. And what does he say? Take your clothes off. I'm sure there was quite a bit of that. There was quite a bit of the clothes okay. off. There. I can't imagine there wouldn't be. You're a, you're you're like a sex slave. Now, did, did all you do was sex, or did you do anything else? There's more to it than sex, mm-hmm. but I mean, I fucking enjoyed the sex. And then <laughs> I, you know, I made the best of every other scenario as it came at me. So, so you like sex clearly. I clearly like sex. Okay. Because I, I would think, so I'm kind of fussy um, about who touches me and like I have partners, but, but I'm fussy about who touches me. So but are, now, do you feel like you're fussy about who touches you? Absolutely. Okay, so you are. Okay, I just you guys had you guys obviously had sex, and then what did you do during the day when he worked? Like, did he have a job? Like, was he like what did he what did you do all day? <laughs> I worked around the house. You know, I fed us. I fed the animal. I went outside and I sunbathed a couple times throughout the day. So, did you clean his house? Um, I did. Okay, wait. <laughs> let, me, let me hold on here. So basically. This guy gets a hot 24-year-old girl to come live with him, clean his house, fuck him when he wants to get fucked. Did he pay you money? That's one lucky man, right? Right? <laughs> Seriously. Did he pay you money for this? Or? I mean, I got to go out and, uh, you know, meet other people and drink when I wanted to. So he took I... care of expenses. Would that be fair to say? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Filled my gas tank, took care of the things, yeah. Okay, so every man that's listening to this is going, where can I, where can I get one? Can, can I have one? Can I have one? But I think it's interesting because um, I'm on FetLife and I've talked to the audience before about that. And I get a lot of emails from male slaves. Mm. And it makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm like, what the fuck do I do with them? Like, to me, it seems like there's a lot of responsibility. Where, what, do I do, what do I do with him when I'm not using him? What do I do with him when I'm not having... And obviously, I don't know that I would have sex with him, but if he wasn't rubbing my feet, what would I do with him? So I think I, that that to me is, is is a curious thing, but I think more importantly, you got involved in the kink community. You got involved in this. What, like, how did that happen in your brain? Where, how did you decide that this was something you wanted to do? Because the difference now, I want to just clarify for the audience where you answer that. The difference between, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, a submissive and a slave is a submissive has a safe word and rules, and a slave does not. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So so basically, he could do anything he wanted to you. Yes. Okay. And that didn't I scare the... Kn- I knew that my well-being would be um, considered. Like, I knew that I would be taken care of in mm-hmm. that aspect. So you weren't um, worried that he'd chop your body up and stick you in a trunk or anything? No, I wasn't worried about this one. <laughs> okay. This one. <laughs> there are some people you meet on Fet Life that you, you definitely have those questions, but... Not about so, this one. How many sex slave positions have you held? This is it. Okay, that was the only one. One I'm and just, done. All right. <laughs> so was it a good experience for you, do you think? Overall, it was a great experience. I don't think that there's somebody else out there that I could 
do it for? Because? I am really picky. <laughs> I am really picky, guys. Like, you, I got to know you're clean and like... you really picky that whole energy thing you were talking about too like that's what it's that that's what that feels energy, like as you're yes. talking about you're like it just it just wouldn't fit and you know nobody else can really measure up so so former owner master person if you're listening <laughs> nobody else can measure up he was that he was that good huh so what was the hardest part do you think about being a sex slave mm. the amount of effort that goes into always being ready yeah fuck mm. i didn't even think about that but you're right huh because if, if, here you go, if I'm with my husband or, or one of my partners and I don't want to have sex, I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Huh. I pretty much agreed to be ready. Whenever any he was. moment. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I just want to pause because I, I, I object to the term slave. Like, I just want to go on the record of saying that. I feel like there, in the kink community, there could be so many other really, like the English language is so fantastic. There could be a bazillion words we could come up with. Because it, it's not, slavery in, in culture is non-consensual. But you're saying everything he did with you was consensual. There was an open discussion. You know, he could, he could I feel like he could always tell if I really wasn't down to do something. You know, if I, if he was ready and I really wasn't ready yet, he'd say, go make yourself ready or, okay, you know, so there he was, he was nice enough to not just be that empower, overpowering asshole is what comes to mind. Exactly. Okay. He, <laughs> yes. But, but, but by the same token, you consented to do this. Did he didn't lock you in? I like, I've, I I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page of what sex slave is versus slavery from whatever decade it was in our, in our history. He didn't lock you in a closet. He didn't tie you to the floor. There was none of this. There might have been some uh, comments or uh, just putting that out there, putting it in, oh, in my head. Some oh. threats about that, yes. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was never if really do, a If thing. you don't behave, I'm going to lock you in the basement, naughty girl. Might have been quite a bit of that. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, overall, I was pretty good. So did don't don't because I know that one of the things that you often see in the porn is um is there's lots of spankings and floggings and that kind of thing. Yum. Um, okay, apparently that Yum. happened too, folks. This is so fascinating to me because I, so when I interviewed Madam A and I will link that show in the show notes if you haven't seen it, it's called uh, I Only Let Him Come Once a Month. Mm. So she has a slave that she lives with and she only lets him orgasm once a month. That's sad. <laughs> so you're saying I'm that I'm sorry, honey. Then so you're saying that, that that your master lets you orgasm more than once a month. I was lucky enough to have more than that. A little more than that. A little more than that. Uh, as yeah. she bounces in the seat. You look yeah. I if I didn't know better, she's getting all fleshy and twingy. I'm just I'm just gonna give you a visual here. So we're not talking sex trafficking because you weren't trafficked. You willingly got on a plane. I willingly signed up for this. Okay. And are you, and you're glad you did it, but you said you learned some things about yourself. I learned so much about myself. What do you think your biggest lesson being a sex slave was? That I like control more than I expected to. Oh, tell me more. What do you mean by that? Well, I guess I was, I was still really young when I came to live with this master, but I always had to deal with things on my own. Mm-hmm. And it just felt nice to kind of have that reset to not have to think about every single little thing and just think about these 
in a way, select few things. It okay. was kind of like a reset. So when you say that you always had to do things on your own, did you leave home at an early age? I, I did. I left home at 18, Okay, finished school and... All right. And so did it all. All right. So you left home at 18, which is about normal for people. And then what did your parents say? I mean, hold on a minute. What did your parents say when you said I'm moving to bumfuck Egypt uh, with a man I've never met getting on a plane? And oh, by the way, I'm going to be sex life. How did that conversation? Well, you know, they don't know that the they don't know the sex life part, but they know that I was moving to bumfuck. Egypt to go and you know take care of me. Um, I told him that I was working. I was. Which I was there wasn't. To get a job. Which sounds like she was. She did every fucking. Thing I didn't you- lie to them because <laughs> you know I'm 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 honest. I'll I'll tell you what's up if you ask me questions. I'll tell you so what's up. Wait, but- that brings another question because I read I I did reading when she sent me that when she made that phone call. Um, did he let you talk? Like I've read some sex lives can't talk. I got to talk. Yes. Okay. All right. We had a, we had a good. Did he let you use furniture? Because um, I know I got to use furniture. Okay, because I, I know there are some masters you're not allowed to sit on the furniture, and and okay, or did you get to eat at the table? I got to eat at the table. Okay, so it kind of sounds like a relationship. Um, except you had to be ready to go whenever he wanted you to be ready to go. I I was very lucky. Um, coming into this, like, yes, I I was very lucky. Some of these slaves out there, like, sorry guys, y'all got it tough, but. You know, agree to what you want and stick to it. So, but now that that begs the question for me, because one of the things we said a minute ago was that submissives have a safe word and 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 rules, if you will, and, and slaves don't. So you're saying that prior to submitting to being or agreeing to be a slave, that that's when that conversation needs to happen. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So if, if, all right, let's pretend, can't imagine this happening, but let's pretend I was going to be a sex slave. Okay, that would be weird. But if I was, what would you tell me? What advice would you give me? Communicate. Think about it. And, you know, even if you guys don't agree to absolutely everything, keep at least some sort of a line of communication going throughout throughout that whole process. You know, if if you can't if you can't talk to him or her, whoever they may be throughout that that period of time, and and feel heard, then you probably don't need to be doing that. Because I know that um, in in the things that I've seen, when you're talking about a sex slave, a lot of times they'll they'll have writing on them like their own or something like that, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of the, the the vernacular. How does an own slave get unowned? How does an own slave I, like? How does that work? Everybody's situation is different but you know some people it's just a matter of taking that collar or that piece of jewelry or that that item off or away all right let's let's pause for the for the non-kink people in the world so we can give some explanation here so collaring and and it's interesting because i i got invited to a collaring ceremony uh right oh they're fun right right (laughs) She beat him as he as he crawled up to the to the altar. I I watched the video. She she beat him. She like whipped him with her whip as as he crawled to the altar. And I thought I I don't okay like that is that that's not my kink. So I don't know what to do with that. It's it's not mine either. Again, everybody has their own different flavor. But but collaring is almost like a wedding or a or a really important um, a symbol that, that that you are owned. Is that correct? It's it's very. Very symbolic. I've never been married, but I can I can very much imagine that 
I would cry as I was being collared or I was being given this opportunity. What interesting language. What interesting language, because when I saw Madame A with her slave, he has a very heavy cast iron collar with a with a big brass lock. Mm. Yeah, it's heavy. It, uh, let me say this. I have never held it. In my opinion, it looks heavy. I don't know how much it weighs, but it looks heavy. It it was such a it was such a process for 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 her to put his collar on him. He brought it to her when I interviewed her. He after the interview, he brought it to her. And she she put it on him and all this, and I was astonished by the the reverence with which they they handled it. Like I that was like my first. It, it was you know a year and a half ago, so it was my very first entry really into understanding kink community at all. And and even as I learn more, I still feel like I know nothing. I can't, I got to tell you, I, Lola, I can't imagine ever saying to anybody, I think I, like, maybe next lifetime, like, I think I want to be a sex slave. It, like, did, did, did he make you do anything weird? We want to know. What's the weirdest thing he made you do? Um, the weirdest thing I ever did, um, something to, that you might think is weird is maybe like kneeling at his feet. Um, that was, what was that like for you? (laughs) There was a massive power exchange and you know, that, that kind of brought a whole lot of things to perspective. Um, just kind of laying it all down and saying, you know, this is me, you're you, this is me. Um, wait, he had you kneel at his feet. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. We have questions. How did you have to kneel? Um, like so just, just like on your knees sitting next to him? What are we talking about here? So I was on my knees, um, feet down. Several times I may have been in heels. So, you know, it was, it was very much about um, image. It was, it was a good imagery. So um, is the reason for the kneeling for, 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 for you, said, you said a minute ago about the, pow- about the power exchange. So is the reason for the kneeling to establish that power, to reestablish it? Like, I, I don't, I, I'm just trying to, to gauge why you would be, like, I, when I think about this, I think about, like, kings of England and that you kneel at their feet as a, as a deference and show of power. Is that kind of the same thing? Um, I feel like yes. Um, but also, like, you know, just giving it to him um, was a massive show of power. Of your um, power or of his power? Both. Okay. So did you find pleasure at his feet? Did I did. Be, oh, oh, I did. great. So when when you were on your knees at his feet, that felt good to you? So one of my favorite spots was, so um, on those select days when he got to work at home, I um, like just hanging out in a, a chair or on a cushion at his feet and just kind of being able to reach up and feel him or him reach down and just even just put his foot on me. Uh, I'm not a foot person. So anybody else, I'd be like, oh my God, ew. (laughs) But you know, that for me was a massive, um, it just felt right. I was gonna say, it sounds like it gave you good feelings. So, huh. I have learned I can't like my brain, like I feel like I'm not asking enough questions because my brain is exploding. What about the sex? Did you obviously you liked the sex? Did you like all the sex? Was there ever time that it was like, God, I fucking don't want to be fucked right now? Yes, there were a couple times when I was already a little sore, but you know, you just kind of suck it up, up, Buttercup. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, suck it up, Buttercup. 
Okay. Now, did you have all? Did you have all types of sex? Anal sex, straight sex, all that stuff. There was there was all of the above. Yeah. Okay, because I know that that's one of the things that that as I've talked about on the show, there's you know there's regular sex and anal sex now. Typically, anal sex takes lots of preparation. Did he? Did was there lots of that for you, or well, like how did that go down? Like I, I have so many questions about this. Um. Yes, I I like to stay as prepared as I could. What does that mean when you say that? Because I know there are women out there listening to this and men going, what does she mean when she says, I like to stay prepared? What do you mean? So um, I definitely ate cleaner, um, which helped a lot. You know, he he took care of that. So my, it was easier to stay on that. It was easier to stay on that diet. So, Ah, okay. So, so he took care of your food. I didn't have to poop so much. Okay. (laughs) Don't be talking about poop. Okay. Cause one of the things that I've talked about on the show before is if you're going to have anal sex that you should do an enema bag or whatever, cause it makes, cause if poops in there, it feels bad. It hurts. It, it's not, it's not nice. If there's (laughs) poop in there (laughs) for anybody, I'd imagine I, you know, I've never been on the receiving end of Okay, I've never been on the male's version. Because you don't have a dick. Exactly. But I can only imagine it's not, well, it's not my cup of tea. Right, right. It's not my kink for sure. Now, what about like, did you guys sleep in the same bed or how did that work? Most nights I slept in a different part of of the house. Okay, did he ever come to your room? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Were you asleep or awake? We have questions. Were you asleep or awake? I, I was usually asleep and... For me, that's always been a kink. You know, even outside of being a sex slave, that's always been a kink. What, um, what has always been a kink? We need more details. What when you say that surprise sex? <laughs> <laughs> so I was already instructed to sleep on my belly, so my ass was in the air, which kind of worked out for me. I already sleep that way. Mostly. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He gave you instructions that you needed to sleep on your belly. Mm-hmm. So that your ass was already in the air, should he decide to venture into your room? Yes. Okay then. Had okay. I, I'm just thinking that I would turn over in my sleep, but I'm sure I did quite a bit. But I feel like I'm pretty easy to maneuver, <laughs> and uh, and I, I'm you know I can only imagine that he had to maneuver me a couple times. But you know, for the most part, I really do sleep on my belly. So. Can't argue with it. It sounds like you were ready made tailor made for that then. When he then he said you need to sleep on your belly, she's like, Don't worry, I already do. Ass in the air. Great. Works for me. Bam. Okay. I do a lot of he things l- with my ass in the air. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't help it there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lola, I it, now if somebody if somebody were going seriously, like somebody who's 24 years old, would you tell a 24-year-old that that's the time to be a sex slave or would you tell him to wait? I would say to do your research, search deep down in yourself and make sure that you're really ready and make sure that they are ready to receive you. Oh, that's a very interesting perspective, isn't it? Because it's one thing when you show up already to give and give and give, is, is he ready for the responsibility of you? Because exactly, yes. to me, it feels like, the, like I said, with the, with the guys, that feels like there's a responsibility. Um, now, when you're talking about doing your research... I get, I get the research part of it, but in terms of, of the men, I think just for safety's sake, I think there should be a background check, FYI, um, and, and that those type of basic safety features. But what do you besides the fact that you learned about yourself, right? What was your biggest sex lesson? Do you think from that? Mm, my biggest sex lesson. Did you find you liked things? Did, did you find you liked different things in sex than you expected? Did you find? What did you find? 
I learned that I'm just very giving. I like to give sex. That is like... So you're tailor-made for sex life. Uh, I I guess so. So, But you're not one now. I'm not one now. So are are you still... I, I guess the basic question here is, are you still slavey-ish? Are you still submissive-y? Where do you think you fall in that realm? I feel like I might have my nights where I might give that to somebody, but it it's really hard to find somebody else who is... It's hard to find somebody else who's good enough to for me to give that to. Huh. The things I learn every day. I love my job. Can I just say that? <laughs> I, I'm so glad you called. When you left me the message and you're like, I was a former sex slave. Does that count? I was like, uh, yeah, fucking A. And then you live here. So that makes it even better. So thank you. I feel like I want to have you back on the show because I feel like when people hear this, they're going to ask questions that oh, I didn't I'm ask. Welcome to answer more questions. I love, I love, love that. All right, so then I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this up for us because I, I got, you know, every now and then I interview a guest or I talk to someone, and I feel like as I keep rubbing my forehead, like my head is going to explode because I, I learned so much. Like I just don't know, I just don't know if I have that in me to to give someone or anyone that much freedom over my body. Because that's really what it is. He had freedom access, the way I'm, I'm hearing you describe it. It was, it, was, it was hard, but it was nice at the same time. So, All righty. So are you still, you're not looking for a new master? I'm not looking for a master. So do not send me emails asking no. me about Lola because I'm not going to give you any information. I'm just putting it Lola's out there. Lola's taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Ms. Lola, as we get out of here today... I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank you for being so brave because you are our first listener who's actually called in and said, I'll do it. I'll do it. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> so I appreciate it very much. And as we sign off, if you would like to tell your story, if you want to have a conversation with me about your kinky ass self, then give me a call and leave me a message at 561-556-5577. 561-556-5577. And also go check out my website, Two Wild Orchids the T-O-O wildorchids.com. Check out the website because you can also leave me a message there if you want to talk about it. All right, as we get out of here today, then I'm going to say this. At the end of the day, and everything with Two Wild Orchids, it's about sex and fun. So I'm going to keep doing me. You keep doing you. And together, we'll keep doing us. <laughs>